0: Brought to you by the Rugby Outlet Mall. Equipping you for freedom and connection through rugby. Find out more at RugbyOutletMall.com What's up everybody? Welcome to another great episode of Grow Rugby. My name is Gift, Gift, Tommy Beilu. I am so excited to be able to have you here. Uh, of course, this is where we talk uh, to people about Rugby opportunities and connections that they have found made created or Somehow been involved with that could help or have come from rugby I know it's a whole mouthful. Like what what can I say? It's it's wild Um, Of course, you know within this we always want to talk to people that can help in any sort of way so that does mean those who are in rugby as well as those who might not be directly a part of rugby outside the industry. And this is going to be one of those that are the latter. Uh, this guest is a personal uh, connecting to mine. Because it's my younger brother. But it is someone who I felt like is capable uh, of providing some real value. For those who are going to be coming in from high school. And especially college. And want to be able to utilize rugby as a means of being able to swing themselves into other situations. And uh with, that's my brother, Chise Baylu with the company Pedal P-E-D-U-L. You guys are going to have a great listen and definitely listen to some opportunities that will be coming from there because it is something that I think is really important that we are constantly using rugby as a means of not just helping us on the field, not just helping us within our rugby community, but also help us within society and be, to be able to develop Industry and economy and really really slowly take over the world with the rugby life <laughs> But I really enjoyed this this was a really interview. This was a great talk uh, It wasn't very long, but you know it's very informative want to make sure that you have all the information uh, But of course this episode is still we finally got still sponsors This episode is brought to you by the Rugby Outlet Mall the Rugby Outlet Mall is the newest Platform for rugby merchandise and, gear, merchandise and gear centered around developing travel and uh, mobility and connection through rugby. As they say, they are looking to equip you th- with, they are able to equip you on your rugby journey with connection and mobility. I messed that up. But the point is, it definitely is something to check out. Um, obviously, it carries. It's some of our gear that are there, HBCU Rugby Classic gear, some gift time rugby gear, some uh, graphic tees that we presented, uh, some electronics, and we're always going to be stocking it up more and more. So Rugby Outlet Mall, really check it out, rugbyoutletmall.com, R-U-G-B-Y-O-U-T-L-E-T mall.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Rugby Outlet Mall, or Twitter, Rugby Outlet Mall, really just all social media, Rugby Outlet mall really enjoyed it. So there's not really too much to talk about except MLR having a collegiate draft I think that's a really interesting and unique thing and for those who are looking to take their rugby career to the next level There's definitely a unique way and I'm really excited to see what MLR is trying to do for this next component And I think this is something that will be able to Grow within the wider field and now obviously creates more lucrative Natures for rugby uh, here in the U.S. and definitely what it, income, what it can economically provide and what it can socially provide uh, globally. So, guys, anyways, without any further ado, let me let you guys have fun listening to this one. Chise Bayu, paddle. Check it out. Grow rugby. Grow rugby. Grow rugby all right, everybody. I got another great guest, another v i p this one is very personal to me because not only is he one of the sponsors with the h b c rugby classic with his company Pedal, but of course, this is uh my my surname sharer this is uh, the, the, so the brother from the same mother, the brother from the same father. Basically, this is my brother, but uh, someone who has such a massive impact in what's going on, Chisa Ebelu. Yo, Chisa, man, I appreciate you coming up on Grow Rugby.
1: Well, I appreciate you having me. It's good to be here. It's about time.
0: Thank you you know eventually you know we're gonna have to do it you have to put a little bit of uh yeah. space in between it so it doesn't feel so rinky dink because everyone would be like oh you just interviewing anybody i'm like that's, no no i believe you. he has purpose oh
1: appreciate you so much for vouching <laughs> for me all right so what are we talking about
0: you know i got you i got you man <laughs> so look you know I, I, one of the main reasons of why i wanted to have you on uh yeah. outside of obviously just having great conversation with family but
1: what you do, we are, I just want to say, I just want to say we are a proud sponsor of the HBCU <laughs> Rugby Classic. You got to add in proud so people know you're not just doing it just because. The emphasis,
0: right. The emphasis, you know, I, I, I agree. I agree. A proud, a proud and loving sponsor of the HBCU Rugby Classic. Yeah, right,
1: right, you can add that. All right, go ahead.
0: <laughs> but you know we we wanted to be able to show uh what it is that you're doing and the significance of what you do uh i think is actually probably the most directly attached to rugby in this era Uh, particularly as we try and grow it from a youth base and we're developing Mm -hmm. here in the states up through the professional ranks and international ranks and especially when it comes to the insertion of uh people from other countries and how they understand and being able to utilize the systems that the US has in conjunction with rugby and you actually end up playing a little bit of a bridge part. So uh for the sake of context, so that right. people aren't just like wondering and talking around it, give me can you explain what exactly pedal is?
1: For sure. Hopefully they didn't click out yet, but right? uh <laughs> what pedal is pedal is a scholarship marketplace and what that means for students. It's a platform that they can go to and apply to multiple scholarships with a single application. So it's kind of like that common application for scholarships model. And on the other side of that marketplace, it's a scholarship builder for individuals, organizations, and corporations. And so corporations actually utilize our platform, uh, obviously, to allocate scholarships, but primarily to be able to staff and recruit
0: student talent. And, look, I I think it's one of those things. People always are wondering where are they able to go to school, and especially at, in, this, in yeah. this point in time where everybody was already talking about the rising cost of schools. So there was already beginning to be the, the low-key rebellion against higher-level education. But now we're in this era where, uh, after, especially after corona is going to be finishing and being hit, people are going to be trying to figure out jobs, especially young people. Yeah. This class of 2020, 2021 huh. is going to see – such a difficulty that something from even my class of two thousand eight, two thousand nine, uh, had faced with uh, the original, with the previous uh, re- recession. So to be able to have a direct access to for companies to be able to find and attract the students, uh, that that is that is significant. That is incredibly significant. Now, what was it that you guys were looking for? And obviously, I mentioned some, stuff, but. What was it that you guys were looking at whenever you guys started this that led you to believe to look at this as uh, a solution to uh, a very problem? Like, what was the problem that you guys had been able to pinpoint that you felt you could fill?
1: Yeah, I mean, when it came down to it, honestly, it was just access to education. It was like education is something that benefits a lot of people, a lot of organizations, a lot of entities. But how can we get all these organizations and entities to participate? in increasing that access. For example, um, let's say Pedal, right? Pedal's in a better place if it has more individuals and students that are educated in the things we need to be great as an organization. You do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's say the NFL, right? The NFL actually is a better company whenever there are more data analysts coming through the pipeline. So it's like, how can we leverage the NFL to actually Uh, put money but actually be part of the educational process of these data analysts coming up since they're the ones that are going to benefit the most. So really what it was was being able to incentivize all of these different parties and entities to put money where they're going to benefit most. And really the hardest part was really uh, properly dissecting and creating that narrative but also figuring out exactly what the winning pain points were for these people and for these entities. And so that's how we were able to best leverage it for students.
0: And that's, again, it, it's an underestimated concept because yeah. uh, especially in a changing world, uh, and especially as we're getting into one that's more uh, numbers-based, more automated-based, uh, you have to be able to figure out these niches. And, I, I, you know, you, you think everybody assumes that like, like you use the NFL as an example, or people yeah. say Google or anything like that, that there is already inherent thought that, A, these companies are already getting the best and they're finding them somehow. But the reality of it is, is that they're still looking and they're trying to figure out how to filter through it. So this is almost like a throughway point for them as well, too. I mean, yeah,
1: when it comes down to reality of it is that there aren't enough of the best for them yeah. to even deal with. You know, um, they have roles that need to be filled, and there's a huge skills gap between the skills that students are obtaining or not obtaining <laughs> and the skills that they actually need to move forward as a company. And, you know, everyone talks about automation and AI taking jobs. Um, and, yeah, on a certain degree, that's true, but what it's doing is shifting jobs. Right. So people need to learn the skill sets of other roles. So that they can still be essential in moving the, the company forward, based on a critical thinking perspective.
0: Facts. So, whenever it, it's coming back. So, uh, before I let uh, before everybody just starts to be like, well, we're just going to talk about jobs and stuff, and it's like, no, there's a reason why we're coming back to it full because circle, it has a purpose circle. within the r- <laughs> <laughs> within bring, the rugby. Say what? You've got to bring it back. together. You know, but it co- has purpose within the rugby space. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that people in the rugby world are always looking for, especially now, high schoolers, uh, uh, respectively, and then obviously colleges, is that uh, is the many ways that rugby creates an opportunity. You know, right now there's been the opening of scholarships uh, with respect of, with few schools like Lindenwood, Life, uh, occasionally Cal. Um, and a few others that are out there, not very many, but there's there's a few others: Penn State, Dartmouth, whatever. But it's it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody can make it to those schools, or even unnecessarily wants to go to those schools. And so they try and find ways of being able to uh, be able to go to those schools without it being such a major toll on them. And then even after that the skills and you you always want to be able to utilize your networks within rugby to be able to hopefully jump and get a job. That's not always maybe well done through the U S structure, but in this it provides maybe another opportunity where a student from within the U S could go ahead. They go through you guys and would be able to maybe directly find a scholarship to, a school to, to be able to attend where they could also be able to develop their rugby skill and their career base. Uh, for them, how would they probably, how would, how would the process go for them to be able to find a scholarship using your, got your platform?
1: Uh, so a student would just go to pedal.com, put their name in, fill out the application, and then they get presented with scholarships that appeal directly to what they filled out, what they're eligible for, and then go right through and, and apply. And the best part is that as more and newer scholarships are added to the process, they're texted and emailed alerts so that they can actually continue to apply with that same application. So, you know, you talk about how these individual schools can put their scholarships up, but you know, what's happening more often than not is students aren't exactly getting that full ride situation when it comes through, right? Right. And and what this is is an opportunity for them to supplement that offer or not offer with these third party scholarships and and really put the money all together into one location. Uh, So yeah, that's how they do it. They just go to pedal.com. Easy as that. And I got to say too, you know, it's these corporations, these businesses, anyone in the professional field, there is a value that comes to athletes. Yeah. Some people hate to hear that.
0: I was about to say
1: yeah, there's a real value that comes to it. It's because, when it comes to athletes, you know that there's a certain discipline that's been practiced, a work ethic that's been attached, um, and a determination, and also a loyalty, right, and a team working spirit. And rugby is a sport where that's often coupled with actually having a good time. That's not every sport. <laughs>
0: uh, so you had the pleasure of witnessing uh witnessing it in, in, in smaller facts.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen the HBC rugby classic. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> so you know, it's it's important for these organizations to be able to pinpoint these players in an appropriate manner so that they can bring them on board and so uh, they can have a a role in their educational process but more importantly for them they want to have a role in their life after rugby
0: and that's that's i think where it becomes most established because a lot of people most people aren't going to end up going to play pros or play at top level international but a lot of them are going to end up being guys who pros and other things right right exactly but i was going to say still playing like club rugby and stuff like that but yes pros and pros and pros and other things essentially and so you you want to be able to at least allow them to be able to facilitate the enjoyment of playing rugby and utilize that skill that is there because the discipline is real as you pointed out yeah. Um, but being able to use that, leverage it into other positions, and that gives an opportunity for other rugby players coming up behind them. And, you know, being able to put these people in positions, especially in these major corporate areas, uh, that's that's a different game changer altogether.
1: And, you know, what it does in the grand scale of things is that it puts people in decision-making positions that actually value Rugby, or better yet, I should say, understand the the values that come out of it, right. and so it then puts uh, when we're looking at things like sponsors or uh, just putting themselves in front of the right audience. You know, you have rugby people looking and understanding what is other rugby people.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a it's a slow, it's a it's a marathon game, but it is a very sure. poignant and pointed one. Um, you know, obviously when it came with. With the HBCU Rugby Classic, we you know we worked within a, 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 a quote quote minority uh, arena. Like for that, what what is what is the arena like for for it? Whenever utilizing pedal, what what is it looking like for people of color, diversity people, you know, essentially people disenfranchised people in a, in essence. Yeah,
1: exactly. Underrepresented, right?
0: Underrepresented. Um, I like that better. It's
1: less. <laughs> <optimized>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it comes to that, we always lean that direction more often than not, because the special thing about scholarships, uh, it, you know, I'll say it from two fronts. Obviously, when it comes to scholarships in general, uh, there, believe it or not, <laughs> there actually are not that many scholarships that are for, you know, let's say brown female in Texas, Right you would think that there's a lot there, but there really aren't. And so part of our process, part of our platform is being a place where anyone can create that scholarship, you know, and and making sure that it's a location where anyone, whether it's you, me, uh, any organization can say, I wanna create a thousand dollar scholarship right now. I wanna pinpoint who it's for and I wanna source those students, right? They can do that immediately. And so on the flip side of that, the students can get those notifications of the scholarship's existence and get that right away. Now, when it comes to the corporate side, the really cool thing is that these guys got to diversify. Not, right. not for philanthropic reason, uh, but for the Legitimate sake of their bottom true. line. You know, when your company, utmost lily does not look like your consumer base or does not look like the country that you're in, it's really hard to continue to be effective on a marketing scale, uh, on an innovation level. Uh, it's just difficult, you know, so what they can do is scholarships that they can't do on a job board. You know, you can't go on to monster.com or LinkedIn, etc., cetera, and say you're looking, for example, for a woman engineer. There are certain discrimination that. Can- right.
0: Uh, you, you're going to get hit by the uh, Better Business Bureau and then Completely. some in a hard way.
1: Oh, yeah. Hard. But <laughs> what you can do is create a scholarship for that exact same thing. And take that application pool and turn it into a candidate pipeline. And that's a candidate pipeline that they can allocate things like training modules and coaching curriculum to to further develop the skill sets of those students to actually match their strategic needs so that they have a more equipped, more educated pool of students to pull from when it's time to get hired.
0: You know, I, it. It is interesting to me whenever you, 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 you speak within those specifics because, again, yeah. like you mentioned, a lot of people would think, hey, maybe if I go to Indeed or maybe I go to Monster, maybe I go to uh, – um, what is that other one? Uh, the uh, Whatever, the other job site one. But you're, you're lucky you don't have to worry about it <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's just you 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 put it's almost like a shotgun effect and they always talk about you know they're able to get the best qualified or wherever but again the best qualified might not always be the one that is the fit that you need where or, or like best qualified is a very relative term so to be able to find it in such a specific manner uh, yeah. becomes uniquely interesting and again i, I, I you, try and overemphasize the fact of whatever the skills that you are utilizing within this sport, this all develops back in to creating a network and you're accessing a network and you need to be able to use these outside networks to be able to help develop and strengthen the rugby community network domestically and internationally, because that's one of the biggest issues that are occurring right now. Like a lot of uh, poor uh, decision-making has allowed for, poor results which puts people in a precarious position um one it's one of the reasons like right now rugby has a big struggle when it comes to uh maintaining club rugby people because the cost of Mm. um of playing becomes much more than it is to be able to work but if you're able to create these job positions create these or get these job opportunities like you yeah, said puts people inside that position and even more so now these companies now see this specific market that hopefully that is able to be able to, hopefully able to produce in a way and can say okay we've seen these characteristics from these people mm-hmm. and we're able to now develop off from that so uh off of a platform like yours Uh, is it it, it, in doing so, was this uh, an effort of, uh, networking? Was this just like, Hey, these businesses came to you guys. Is this a factor? Like, how did you guys end up knowing what are, which of these businesses are, are needing it? How do they come to you? How do they, how do they connect with you?
1: Um, there's so many different ways, you know, when it comes down to it on the most ground floor level, it was just us reaching out. Finding out what they needed, what motivated them, and putting all the pieces together. Uh, you know, we worked our personal networks. We went to a bunch of events, and we were able to get connected with a lot of different talent acquisition managers, DNI and diversity and inclusion heads, uh, and just recruiters. And we heard their struggles, what they are, are trying to work on, and we just made it make sense with what we're trying to do. And so we fit the pieces together, and that's how we are able to put this whole puzzle in one place and obviously it's not the most mm, traditional model uh, you know Traditions we know what we're doing
0: anyways right, completely right <laughs> uh
1: you know we know what we're doing is a bit innovative and it's a different different approach and a different scope but you know we think that's what it's going to take for the world to stay innovative and for these companies to stay on the right edge of history
0: so let me ask this you know yeah. Is it would it be a, a platform or would you would it be something that could be utilized as well to be able to determine or figure out uh, sponsorships as well for organizations or a person or a brand or a team or anything to that effect? Do you guys think that your platform could uh, low key work in that method? or do you think it's just better mm-hmm. at is it much more better directed in terms of helping to fill gap spaces? for these uh, uh, corporations and universities?
1: Mm, I think maybe one day we can grow into that. I think for right now, we gotta make sure that we just focus on doing this well. Uh, And, and, you know, part of being innovative is making sure that people understand that it works. And, you know, we're gonna really see the results and the the fruits of our labor uh, in a year, two years from now, when these students are well-placed and well-funded. Uh, but for now, we got to make sure we're, we're continuing to just put our boots on the ground, uh, keep our sales going, make sure that our student pipeline is consistent, make sure that our corporate pipeline, and not just the corporate pipeline, right, but the scholarship providers of all types, make sure that we're the location where anyone can create a scholarship, and we're the location where anyone can get a scholarship, and everything else falls into place after that.
0: Awesome. Last kind of question uh, for uh, you. Last two yeah. questions for you. All right. um, first one is... You know, when it comes to uh, a, p- a particular kind of person to be able to utilize your pat- platform, is there any is there any criterias that you guys are specifically looking for uh, within uh, a-, a user of pedal?
1: Um, right now, we're, we're focused on people that are going to school in the United States or are looking to go to school in the United States.
0: So That's- it could include foreign international people coming to the United States as well?
1: Yeah, that's that's totally fine. But as long as their goal and prerogatives within the US. fifty states and whatnot, keep uh, it then,
0: America, all right, people. You keep it not, America.
1: That's not the reason. You know, <laughs> but you know, we can we can do that for now. It, it's just about us staying focused and, and right. accomplishing our current task and mission. Uh, and then we're we're gonna expand for sure. But right now, that's really the only uh, filter that, that there is when it comes to the student side.
0: And do you guys uh, do any kind of other programs that uh, kind of work in conjunction that students might be able to take opportunities from and and be able to use uh, some other uh, things that you guys are offering that might not be necessarily uh, directed of what the platform itself does, but it's platform adjacent? Does that make sense? Um,
1: I, I think so. You know, for us, we keep our students privy to, like, all the opportunities that come our way Uh, and so it's not just about the scholarships but we keep them alert especially during times like this where you don't know when you go outside but we keep them alert to where there are virtual career fairs uh, uh, other opportunities to meet the goals that they came to our platform for and and we want to be the end-all be-all but we're very okay with anyone using all they can to suffice their their goal so we we are pretty open about that. You know, do whatever you have to do. We'll tell you where all the opportunities are. It's up to you just to take
0: them. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. And then the last question for you is um, if, if where, if, if, if there was a, a pure sentence, a single sentence that you could use to just uh, let people know exactly, you know, not, not exactly what pedal is, but why it mean, what it can mean to them. Like what, what would it be in a short, in a short stint, a short summation?
1: Hey, um, I guess in a short three words, pedal is opportunity. And uh, you know, you can take that how you want to, that to you is monetary opportunity. If it's a job opportunity, simply just exploring your connections and network opportunity, take it how you hear it, but pedal is opportunity.
0: Yo, that's dope. Dude, Chisa, man, I really do appreciate it. Yo, where can they find you guys at? You can find us at We
1: are Pedal. That's a W-E-A-R-E-P-E-D-U-L. Pedal. We Are WeArePedal. Um, and everything else is there. If you want to find my personal Instagram, it'll be in that bio. Uh, and keep us privy. But check us out online at
0: Pedal.com.
1: P-E-D-U-L.com.
0: Awesome. Oh, oh dude. And you guys got a new line of uh, stuff? Uh, it's not a pedal line, but if they are looking
1: for a line, there is a a line that is available called Hazmat Fashion. Uh, so if you're looking for some fashionable hazmat suits, we definitely got you.
0: No, protect you. We're protecting your opportunity and your body. <laughs> hey, for
1: sure. And just so people aren't concerned, they aren't uh, medical grade exactly. So there's no hospitals looking for them. We didn't take it from any supply. So if, if they're looking for uh some some suits just to make sure that they're they're good in the store. You know, up here in New Jersey, we're we're looking at being inside real. for a long time. So, uh,
0: how is it that we end up? How is it? How is it, it that we end up in the number two and three like most viral <laughs> Corona states?
1: I know there's something to it. Still, it's because everyone wants to be here. It's everyone.
0: Corona only hitting the hottest spots. If Corona's not like your you. spot, your spot's whack. You're too, it's a true story. Look, look, you're not lit enough if your spot is just on the low end. Like, yeah, if, you're, if Corona's
1: not knocking you out, then, like, no one wanted to be there in the first place. Real talk. <laughs> like, that's the only reason.
0: Oh, big facts. Oh, from yeah, so
1: hazmatfashion.com.
0: Hazmatfashion.com. You guys check it out. And, uh, dude, thank you so much again for uh, just taking the time, bro.
1: For sure, for sure. I'll talk to you when I talk to you.
0: I'll talk to you when I talk to you, man. Hey. Cheers, Whew. bro. Peace. Hey, want to take the time to thank Chisa Belu for coming on. Really appreciate it. That was great information. And seriously, you guys, take a look at it. Pedal.com. I think it's going to be something that is going to be massive for where you want to go with your career, whether it is in rugby or out of it. But it's an opportunity and an ability to be able to connect things. And we always want a means of connection. We need to have access points. So thank you so much, Shisa, for coming on. And guys, please, don't forget to check out some of our other podcasts that we've done. We got to talk... With uh, Phil Thiel last week, prior to that, Raheem Batal and Mike Toussaint, uh, as well as Nia Tapper of USA Rugby 7s, uh, Dave Rhymes, and of course, the famous lovely couple, uh, Tiana and Kyle Granby. So much more coming in, and guys, we're trying to get this in every week on Tuesdays. Uh, We'll start to move to two a week if we get enough, so I just hope that we get more, and I hope you guys enjoy this. Please check us out on uh, Facebook, Gift Time Rugby, Instagram, Gift Time Rugby, Uh, all social media, Gift Time Rugby. The video will be up on our uh, YouTube page, Gift Time Rugby Network. Um, and guys look forward to more and more interviews coming up in the near future we're trying to expand this and make this something that you guys can find valuable that you guys will be able to take from it and develop it and put it into your own systems and be able to just take some refuge so you guys enjoy and I look forward to talking to you again cheers